Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Dungeons and Dragnos, a podcast where we homebrew things for use in D&D, but mostly just sort of fuck around. As always, I'm here with my buddy Chris. How you doing? I'm doing magnificently. Ooh. And this time we are also joined by my domestic life partner, Charlie. Hello. I'm actually a bit disappointed. I thought this was a podcast on how to best achieve good nose makeup for drag queens. And so I'm I'm upset. <laughs> I had to think about that for a second. <laughs> it's very highbrow. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, Charlie, you are you a big fan of of the Dungeons and Dragons art form? Do you know what? I actually played it last night, so I'm gonna say wow. medium. Oh, literally me too. That's mad. Wow. We didn't even uh, play me. together. It's been oh, we did really. So. We just didn't want Chris to be sad that we left him out on purpose. Yeah, we did play together. <laughs> it was a, it was a it was a, it was a one person campaign. I was just DMing for Charlie, <laughs> 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 which was really awkward. And then we were like, "But who would we invite invite to this? No one that we could think of." Um, <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I was actually I have a lot of ideas right now because I was playing. I was running a campaign that I wrote for some friends uh, yesterday and early this week and things were happening where I was like okay this needs more rules because it's so stupid what just happened so I've got I- I've got ideas it's actually a campaign that Charlie's played before I have run it for Charlie and Chris wasn't there but but before we get into it can I just throw to you Charlie first you- have you got any ideas okay so Here's my idea. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's like a dragon. Okay. But it lives in a dungeon. This is pretty wild stuff. I know <laughs> okay, people okay. are going to be tuning out because they're like, look, I came here for out of, you know, I came here for safe in the box options. Mm. And so I'm we're... throwing this curveball out. So I, I like it, but I want to make some notes. Okay. I know you've given one concept here but i'm going to give it some notes um instead of dragons in dungeons Mm -hmm. it's dungeons in dragons and instead of making that the concept we design an entire game called dungeons in dragons (laughs) i actually like that a lot and it can be like (laughs) have you seen the doolittle film with robert downey jr no i've heard that it's like awful beyond horrible yes so the climax of that (laughs) film (laughs) If you don't mind me spoiling Doolittle for you, the I climax of that dragon film somehow. The climax of that film is they're fighting a dragon, but then they just pull a bagpipe, a pair of bagpipes out of its ass, and it calms down, and they become friends. So what I'm thinking is, so, hang on, no stop. <laughs> <laughs> That's not the conclusion to Robert Downey Jr. film Doolittle. One hundred percent. Is it? That is the conclusion to the Robert Downey Jr. film, Doolittle. They're fighting a dragon. Yeah. And it turns out what was making the dragon irritable yeah. was that someone had shoved some bagpipes up its asshole. Or... Now, don't jump to conclusions here, Carl. It okay, could have yeah. landed on a man playing the bagpipes in such a sure. position that it shot up its asshole. He could, could have, have eaten them, and because bagpipes have no nutritional value, they went straight through. That makes sense. They're a lot like sweet system. corn. <laughs> yeah, not at all how that happens. But um, 
So what I'm thinking is, okay, we have a group of intrepid explorers who have to go Sorry, deep. I can't move past this. Uh, I'm not the- moving past it. They have to go God. deep inside the dragon to find the magical bagpipes of <laughs> eternity, which then grant special abilities of some kind. Mm. How do they phrase it? Like, how do they frame... Like, do you see butthole? Because it seems so family-friendly from the trailers. <laughs> what What makes you think you would need to see the butthole? Like, you can just... But, like, they're going to have to reference what they're doing at some point. Like, yeah, how but does, you can just have someone Doolittle say, I'm going somewhere. to go inside the dragon's rectum and pull out... I've, I've adopted this accent because I can't do the Welsh one that he can't do either. Oh, I was going to um, say, it's okay, neither can he. <laughs> Like what? What the? F- how? Okay, so I'm, what do I'm, they do? I'm just watching um, Dragon Belly Ache scene from Doolittle, and um, literally right now a kid is by his bum, and now Robert yeah. Downey Jr. is walking over, and he's reaching, he's reaching in. Okay. And then, yep, no, his his hand is in in its bum. There's a big fart, which is like a wind machine going onto his face. Mm. And and now he's got bagpipes in his hands. Wow! So we we have Charlie's porn corner this week, um, <laughs> and I'm glad that it's made its return. Um, I think our viewers haven't been sufficiently horny while while yeah. listening to the show in, in quite some time. Well, oh my god! You're welcome, everyone. That like I heard it was bad, but oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> Fuck me. Okay. Well, speaking of dragon porn, um, <laughs> there's a fun subreddit called r slash dragons fucking cars, which is just people drawing pictures of dragons having sex with cars. That does Now you know fun. that. Carlisle's Porn Corner made a surface this week as well. Chris, um, do you have anything you'd like to share? Dragon porn? I know you've got something ticking away in your head um, there. Mm, I, I know it's just taking you a while to think about it because your archive of porn knowledge in your head is so strong and big. Um, I believe that one of the classic um, moves on Urban Dictionary... Now, we're all aware of these sort of uh, mythical... Uh, Ideas, I sort of, yeah, the prof- profoundly arcane sex acts, yeah, yeah, like 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 the dirty Sanchez, where you where you come on a woman's face and then trim some pubes on top to give the impression of a moustache. <laughs> <laughs> I hadn't heard of the dirty Sanchez. <laughs> Neither had I, and I wish that I had. Oh boy, no, no, that's I, hilarious. I um, imagine that. Only a few particularly um, sexually advanced people can, <laughs> can pull this off. But I, I, I seem to remember hearing about a Chinese dragon where I, I believe that you, um, in some way, uh, when you're about to climax, uh, you're, you're in your partner's mouth uh, and you uh, manipulate your member such that uh, the cum comes out of their nose. Uh, much like the steam from a dragon's nostrils. I think that was the upshot of that one. <laughs> I've just uh, I've just Googled it. Yep. Unfortunately, that is correct. Yes! Thank Chris you, Dark Panda420, for, for this sharing. This is why Chris is our porn guy. <laughs> Even when he has to bat third on the same topic, <laughs> he's got something. 
No, it's hard to tell think of me having like, something. Like, you, you ever, you've been drinking, I'm sure. Like even the most baseless, flavorless things. Like you ever been drinking water and then it comes out of your nose? It's the worst feeling in the world. Oh yeah, that sucks. Imagine that's cum. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So this is the D and D homebrew podcast. Um, <laughs> so Chris, have you got any ideas before I share mine? You know what? Shoot. Okay. <laughs> So I was, as I said, I've been I've been DMing recently, and one thing that happened uh, the last time I played is my party was had to sneak past some guards. Mm-hmm. They failed all of their stealth checks, so one of them was like, one of them can fly, and said, "Okay, I'm gonna fly like over them, trying to lure them away, so that the others can run away." Mm. So I was like, "Okay, make your like I don't know performance roll or something to try and get their attention." And he failed that, so I said he just fell in front of them, mm. and I like, just was on the ground in front of them. So one of them has the idea to cast minor illusion, right? And this is the probably the point where our you know famous lack of real critical knowledge of D and D comes into play. Because <laughs> probably a lot of things happened here that I shouldn't have let happen, even though I was reading the spell to be sure. Um, but what happened was he made the illusion of a brick wall come up between the guards and him so that mm-hmm. suddenly they couldn't see them anymore and on that brick wall was a screen playing shrek 2 so a lot of things had to be discussed here can can this be big enough to kind of give you a good screen playing shrek 2 but i'm pretty sure it can with yeah. minor illusion and minor illusion the the guards have to make a um saving throw based on your skill save throw. So it could be low, it could be high, um, to see if they, you know, can break the illusion or figure out that it's an illusion. But it only made sense that they had to be disadvantaged on that, and in D&D that means you have to make the check twice and you take the lower one, um, because they were so captivated by the events of, of one of the best films of all time, if not the best film of all time, Shrek 2. Who would be captivated by that? Exactly. Uh, so one of the big limitations of Minor Illusion is um, it can last for a minute. Yeah. Which meant we had to have a, what was, I think, in total a 40-minute long discussion about which minute of Shrek 2 is playing uh, in this thing that happened in the game probably for like... <laughs> it was like a two-second decision in the game. Surely. Talk about that for big like climax. I need a hero. Maybe just it was exactly It was the minute of that. man dies... It, it was exactly that minute, the minute where, where I think Mon- Mumbo, is that his name, uh, drowns the big gingerbread yeah, man. Yeah. But does um, that minute work without all the emotion well, behind it? That's the thing. You know, I was kind of like, would it work? But it's still kind of, there's this battle going if along. If you're just I mean, what looking they for the wow factor, you're looking for Shrek, shock and awe. I think <laughs> yeah. that's the minute you've got you to gun no, for. No, I'm, I'm sorry. I think it's got to be the dinner scene. They've just got to far, far and away. You've got Shrek, Fiona, Donkey. Come on, that's a cla- That's got to be the one. They're all going to be chuckling at that. They're going to be like, what's that's- this donkey doing? <laughs> so here's the thing. This is a... In at least in my setting, movies aren't a thing. Right. So there would be there would have been feeling lots of things. There would have been like feeling like what the hell is this? I think there would be a level of thing like what the hell is this? Um, you might think it was real. Yes. You know, like when when the first like thing that was shown in like cinemas was shown, it was like a train just pulling into the station. It was like a two minute thing of a train pulling into a station, and people were like running out of their seats because they thought it was coming for them. Yeah. Um. <laughs> People are dumb. <laughs> people are fucking stupid, aren't they? I'm so glad I'm not stupid, old and stupid. old tidy people. <laughs> <laughs> not knowing what films are. 
<laughs> so I think a battle would be good as well because that would be really distracting because they might think they were in it. When they realize they're not in it, then they're just captivated by the story. If he gets to the point where he gets to Fiona and like Snogza or whatever, or you know, yeah. you see these. Obviously, in that minute, you don't know who Fiona is. You don't know who Prince Charming is. You don't know why she's so non-receptive to this guy. Mm. Um, you might, you might to be. well think, given the, the general tropes of a Hollywood film, why has she turned down the person that's clearly the hero sure. uh, for this green monster? This guy raiding... Well, his thing, in that minute, he's not a green monster. He's a handsome man that three women in a barn want to have sex with, remember? How have I forgotten Shrek 2? I... Apologize. Alright, the next the next hour and a half of this podcast is just our reactions as we all watch Shrek 2 at the same time. Um, um Shrek 2 already feels just feels like the world that would be in like the Dungeons and Dragons Dungeons and Dragons yeah. world. <laughs> like, so I, just if it, it was a bit ruder. Not to labour this point, but I do have a tertiary question about your setting. Uh, uh-huh. And its interaction with Shrek Two. Uh, what are the graphics like in your settings? I mean, are they? Sort oh, of- the thing. It's a it's a person's making it with magic, right? So they could probably make it as clear crystal clear crystal as they wanted to. And of course, in this universe, that player hadn't seen Shrek Two. So for this to work, they had to have imagined a minute of Shrek Two without the rest of Shrek Two. Not only just a minute of Shrek, a minute in the climax of a sequel right that's what their character has imagined and put onto this screen <laughs> yeah and they both those guards failed their investigation checks in it so they they were in it they were sitting down watching shrek 2 while the characters ran away <laughs> <laughs> um so one limitation of um uh minor illusion is you can have a sound or a sight but you can't have both um and we were like, that's fine, there's just subtitles on. So there were subtitles on, so that wasn't an issue. But I remember doing this, one thing that had to happen at the end, because it worked so well, and then when I was like, right, this was ridiculous. Yeah. This is the only time you get to do that. You can't, every time you need to distract someone, you can't be like, I'm going to pull up a minute of Shrek 2 for them to watch. <laughs> um, so, but I... Because it co- it costs a first level spell slot minor illusion, and I was like, this works so well. This is a second level spell slot or a third level spell slot. So I think we should make <laughs> a minute of Shrek two the ultimate distraction tool <laughs> as a real spell, so this can be governed by better rules than that exist for minor illusion. Because I think we I think minor illusion is supposed to be much less complex things than a brick wall with a screen on it that's showing a full minute of Shrek 2 constantly changing and moving. Yeah. Um, So, yeah, I think if we make a more powerful spell that makes that acceptable, that's my idea. Cool. I like it. (laughs) Cool, cool, cool. Um, what? (laughs) (laughs) What, what, what's, what's the part you're not clear on? Um, uh, what are we actually designing here? So, like, we're designing a spell that makes a brick wall with a screen on it that shows a minute of Shrek Two. <laughs> <laughs> and and what what parts about this do you think need to be changed from its interaction in the original? Literally, gameplay? just the spell slot. I think it's too powerful. Yeah. So yeah. it can't be a first level spell slot. I think it should be at least a second level spell slot, maybe a third. Okay. I think on a Otherwise on a, the spell is made. <laughs> it's done. I think on a on a critical on a critical success, 
the people who you're trying to distract will have to after that minute is up stop whatever they're doing and try and track down a dvd copy <laughs> of shrek 2 which there are only three in the world interesting okay and they they do not stop until they have tracked that down they are so distracted that they forget about everything in their life they just it's eat normally- sleep and look for shrek 2 when you do a spell you don't really have a check to do the people you're doing the spell on have a check to do to see how effective it is well, so i guess maybe if, if they crit failed the check if, then. exactly if they crit fail their investigation check they are they become possessed with a kind of a need to find out more about shrek 2 and drop any duties mm. that they were supposed to be having right okay or how so, about five and below so they have to look for shrek 2 a critical fail they have to look for the whole <laughs> franchise <laughs> okay sure so there would have to be something about the spell because again it's a minute of shrek 2 and if you, you most people will probably come to the same conclusion that me and my friends did and that chris did immediately that it should be yeah. that minute right um so they, they they won't have any way to know that not only is this a minute of a wider thing that wider thing is the second installment of <laughs> in those things so maybe like there should be a flashing text in like the top right corner it's like this is an excerpt of Shrek 2 which would be nonsense words to anybody watching in a D&D fantasy setting um, but you know they could still look into that <laughs> sure cool so I like that idea um, second or third level spell slot probably what do you think? third this oh, seems pretty sick. this third. is gonna seriously disorientate anyone who is not even familiar with the concept of movies and you're exposing them to yeah. well the pinnacle of the art form to be sure <laughs> yeah. I think I one thing that happened on that as well that he was casting that spell so that they could run away but I think technically him running away should have broken it because he's not concentrating on the spell anymore mm. so this make something you can leave i think for mm-hmm. I, I i want i want to make a spell where if they'd used it in this campaign i would have been like that was fine yeah there were no issues with what just happened so yeah i think this doesn't require concentration it just you do it and it's happening that makes sense yeah because then if you want to watch that excellent minute <laughs> of shrek 2 you can just cast it and then get through it and over the course of several weeks, using your third level spell slots, you can watch the whole movie minute by minute. <laughs> I was going to say, can you can you choose which minute it is, or is it just that minute? Yeah, you can choose which minute, unless we... That's what we can decide. I was thinking you can choose the minute. Or is there a sacred scroll for each minute of Shrek? Wow. <laughs> <laughs> and you can, you can search them out, and then you can, with magical help, watch the whole hour and a half right so masterpiece that is we're saying maybe there's a material component for the spell which is a page of the Shrek 2 screenplay (laughs) yes which any good DM will have scattered out in its entirety (laughs) throughout this world and you can have some what a really some boring minutes they're just like in every shop exactly you go go to a tavern and they're like what are you selling and they're like oh you know we've got beer we've got some some food and also we have minute 23 of shrek (laughs) 2 and they're like oh i've already got that one (laughs) (laughs) but i there's not any like shit minutes though are there i mean shrek 2 is Uh, so good um every minute of it 
has got a good gag or at least something interesting happening on the screen. Especially in this setting. Like, you've never seen anything like this. I don't think there could be a minute of Shrek so boring <laughs> that you could put it on and the guards wouldn't be like, hang on, what? I'm 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 sitting myself down. <laughs> just um, I feel like some fantasy popcorn. You know, you know, in The Witcher Three, when Which you get just those popped turnip, you get those quests that are like, look for the cat school, like, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, like armor diagrams. I feel like that's what this would turn into. You'd have like some sure. quest, and it would be like, look for every scroll of. Literally, you could 2. just make a quest, which is uh, sorry, like an entire campaign, which is just about finding the pages of the Shrek 2 screenplay. Hey, Carlisle, can, can I play this? Can you? Can we do this? Yeah, I've, I'm going to write I've this got, campaign. I've got a very interesting little tidbit for you. Um, mm-hmm. When you uh, look up Shrek 2 Minute 22, uh, one of the first results is the sp- world record speedrun of Shrek 2 for the PC. Which happened in 22 <laughs> minutes. Oh, wow. there you go! Isn't wow. that an incredible coincidence? It's, it <laughs> looks oh, like quite the game. This is why I got into podcasting, man. Those little <laughs> moments. That was. Oh, God, you can just run through all of the terrain. This is awful. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the loading screen is. Um, uh, Pinocchio's nose just getting bigger and bigger. Nice. It's. It, Okay, well, should we just play Shrek 2 instead of this? Maybe, yeah. Do <laughs> um, you know what I have? I was streaming recently to my friends. Uh-huh. Um, there's a Shrek fighting game. Oh, no. Oh, yeah, Shrek Super Slam. Oh, he knows about Shrek Super it's Slam. It's so good. <laughs> it's not even a thing for me to tell you about Shrek Super Slam. Yeah, I was playing I need to Shrek be told Super about Slam. Shrek Super Slam. <laughs> there's a fighting game. It's a it's a fighting. It, it's so weird because there's so many characters in Shrek, mm-hmm. right? But they use kind of so there's Shrek and Fiona that, that you can play as, and Donkey and Gingerbread Man, and I think the Wolf, the big bad Wolf. I think um, isn't Lord Farquaad one of them? No, he's I'd not. I'd love to no, see been like someone with Lord the, Farquaad. The dragon, but then there's a bunch of like, why don't you just? pull from the existing characters say Lord Farquaad like you can be the Black Knight you can be Little Red Riding Hood and she is the most broken character in the game <laughs> it's not balanced at all this game. <laughs> I remember uh, I used you to can go be... around, my, around my friend's house and he had that on PS2 and we would just do that for hours We, you can be um, Quasimodo who I didn't know who that was that's the Hunchback of Notre Dame and he's played by Nolan North Video game voice wow. acting royalty. <laughs> Genuine... They got him to do that. Wow! I I was I was looking up other Shrek video games, and I I did remember this one. Did anyone play Shrek Smash and Crash Racing? No, but no. I fucking love kart races. And can I can I just say, circling back to Nolan North, if someone comes uh-huh. to you and is like, "Hey, do you want to be a part of Shrek history?" <laughs> you say yes, no matter what it is, <laughs> no matter who you are. <laughs> that. That is definitely how they should ask anybody. <laughs> That's how they should approach every single person they get involved in any, any Shrek janitor project. At fucking DreamWorks. That's how those like shit fucking. That's how those shit like Netflix kids series, like Puss in Boots or whatever they are, series happen that nobody watches because someone approaches someone and is like, "Do you want to be a part of Shrek history, kid?" And they're like, "Absolutely." Sign here on this line. Don't read the contract. <laughs> um. 
just quickly, Carlisle, do you remember like when there was a, f- a phase of podcasting where you would eat something in every episode? Uh, yeah. So yeah. Uh, for people who don't know, me and Charlie have another podcast together. We'll plug that at the end. Well, I've just been given some garlic bread, so I'm going to do that. Munch. <laughs> ASMR. Piece of shit. Go. It's only funny when I do it, Charlie. Oh, fuck, that is How's good. How's that? <laughs> I am hard like I a am, rock. Yeah, I was about to say, I really should have pulled my blinds before I started recording, because I'm so visibly erect that people who... <laughs> patrons of the bar across the road are looking up at me in, in real disgust. Some in admiration. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know it was possible. No, they're like, he's listening to someone eat garlic bread. <laughs> yeah, some of them are like... How is he that erect? And someone else who knows just nods and is like, he's listening to someone eating garlic bread. And they look and they turn to him and they're like, you're insane. That's not what it is. <laughs> and then the three billion people who listen to this podcast, they go to him the next day and they're like, that was what it was. <laughs> One of anyway, the most what should we call podcasts. the spell? <laughs> um, what should we call this? Shrek to you. Oh, very good. <laughs> Get Shrek. <laughs> Shrek is love. Shrek is life. Oh, that's a good reference. Um, I'm, I'm failing to come up with something better than Shrek to you, but I feel like I can't write that down. Cameron, you know what I mean? Die that, as <laughs> Shrek. I hardly know her. Perfect. Michael <laughs> Dyers. <laughs> It's not an attack spell. <laughs> Daddy Murphy. <laughs> stop. Stop on this tree. It's not an attack spell. Cameron Diaz. That was my first one. He already did oh, that. Oh, sorry. <laughs> sorry, I thought I thought Mike Dyers was the first one. I'm sorry. The word donkey, but between the D and the O, there's in brackets E-A-D. Um... Hang on, let me just pull up a, a list of every Shrek character. <laughs> every Shrek character. List of Shrek characters, the Wikipedia article. Princess Diona. Nice. Puss in... Coffins. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this spell is called Puss in Coffins. I think, I think we're done. The Ginger Dead Man. Nice. Oh, that's very good. <laughs> um, God, I, I don't think I can do Pinocchio. I don't have the wit. Fuck. But he's played by Cody Cameron, so Kodai Cameron. Nice. Nice. There we go. Uh, three dead mice. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, Uh, so imagining just for a second somehow that none of those were good names for this spell. (laughs) (laughs) I I can't imagine that. Um, I like like Shrek Shrek you. Shrek to you. Shrek to you. I see you staring at the wall, being confused. Shrek to you. I don't know what you would. <laughs> I was referencing. I think that was that was our friend CeeLo Green. He's not my friend. He's a literal. Uh, he racist. just dropped into yeah, the he, call with a little. He's uh, a real bad dude. Yeah, it's me, CeeLo Green. See, CeeLo Green. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> Is this show usually this chaotic to, to record? <laughs> That's probably the name. <laughs> it's me, CeeLo Green. Yeah. CeeLo Green. <laughs> okay, sure. Because they're going to see green. A green guy. Unless you do any of the many minutes of Shrek 2 where you don't see a green guy. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Shrek 2 is like the worst one to pick that for. He's not green for half the- He's green on the inside, okay? I'm just gonna put in brackets the Shrek 2 spell. You know the one. That makes it even better. Now it's see no green. See no green. (laughs) (laughs) So I was- When my friends were leveling up, I was like, oh, I should show them the Dungan spell list. And I, like, took a picture of all the names. And I don't know what any of them are anymore. (laughs) And this is especially the kind of one where it's going to be, like, later. (laughs) Like, time to... Oh, if you guys want to... If you're leveling up and you need new spells, here's some spells maybe they'll be in in your class. And there's one that says, it's me, CeeLo Green. CeeLo Green. (laughs) (laughs) It's pretty obvious what that means. Yeah, no, that's true. I'm going to delete the brackets, because who needs needs the help? Um, Right, so version one. We will come back to this. Spell school. So, um, it's an illusion. Yeah, Mm -hmm, definitely. Casting time. It takes one action to do, because the idea is you use it, and then you're sneaking around. Then you bolt. Um, If we're doing a third level spell check, I I guess if it works, then it should... um, you should have advantage on stealth checks. Follow it. Or is that too much? What do you think? No, yeah, that seems good. I want this to be strong. Okay. So, material components here. The relevant page of the Shrek 2 screenplay. <laughs> Spell range type. It's a sight. You can make it happen anywhere that you can see. Or maybe range, like you can do it within... 20 meters of yourself or something. Uh, I think wherever you can see. Okay, we'll, You need we'll to be able to, to see the place where you're going to project it onto. Yeah. Uh, okay. Duration type. Uh, so it's it's time. One minute. Yeah. Okay, so description is... You... Can, <laughs> you create an illusion of a brick wall with a screen on it playing a minute of the DreamWorks original Shrek 2. <laughs> To do this, you will require the relevant page of the screenplay <laughs> for Shrek 2. This is so stupid. Um, <laughs> normally, we're doing really clever things, so, but yeah, I don't know why we're sinking to this I'll level. Um, right down by this one, to be honest. <laughs> there are almost um, no references to chocolate digestives in this episode. <laughs> The uh, the people who can see this are so distracted by it that they feel compelled to sit through it all. <laughs> they must make an... I guess it's a wisdom saving throw, but normally... Um, so there's two ways we can do this. We can make it so... Because we were saying that there has to be... Like, if they get five or less on their roll, then they have to, like, do stuff. Right. But um, with other illusion p- spells... There wouldn't automatically be a check. Yeah. 
necessarily. If people wanted to investigate it, then they do themselves an investigation check, and the DC for okay. that would be your spell save DC. But if we say there has to be like a wisdom check, so maybe like. But I don't like that, you see, because that suggests that what makes it so captivating is we're enchanting them. And that's not no. it. It's the power of Shrek 2. It's the power in the writing of Shrek 2. <laughs> um, I'd never besmirch DreamWorks like that. No, that makes sense. I want them to approach me and say, you want to be a part of Shrek history? <laughs> <laughs> and I'd say, CeeLo Green, what are you doing here? <laughs> uh... Yeah. Shrek history. <laughs> cool. Thank, thanks for contributing. Um, the, the <laughs> so, I guess... So, should we keep it as an investigation check, then? Yeah. Because they will make an investigation check. They are going to be like, what the hell is this? So, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it, it can't be wisdom, because the wise thing to do, no matter what your other objectives are, is to sit down and consume Shrek too. <laughs> exactly. Um, so, to dispel the illusion, the people watching might make an investigation check against your spell save DC. If it succeeds, they know it's an illusion. But if it fails, they are captivated by it and must sit through to the end. <laughs> because Shrek 2 is so good. Um, if they roll 5 or below, they become engrossed with the idea of locating the rest of the film somehow and then putting in brackets it will say in a watermark <laughs> this is an excerpt from Shrek 2 and if they crit fail they become engrossed with finding the whole franchise <laughs> while the spell is being cast you have advantage on all stealth checks and while and this continues if they rolled a one or a five below a five on their investigation check after the spell ends because they aren't focused on anything else anymore cool well that all makes perfect yeah. sense i think yeah, um, spell. so available for which classes uh um, so a bard seems like the obvious choice for me yeah uh, i don't know i i think cleric because watching shrek 2 is a religious experience <laughs> okay that makes complete sense to me yeah so bards and clerics um <laughs> Just thinking through kind of everything else that comes up. Um, also, I think it should come uh, as a species to all ogres. <laughs> okay. Right, okay, so if anybody plays ogre, which I don't think is a playable class, <laughs> maybe we not? need to just make... We could make an ogre race. Oh, I was thinking of orc, not ogre. There are yeah, definitely no, okay. existing ogre baddies. Yeah, hang on. Let's have a look. Ogre 5e. Because if there's not a playable class, then we could make oh it for for the point of you get this spell. <laughs> but like, is that because if, if we're saying it's a third level spell slot, a spell slot, you can't really get it. Yeah, true. Yeah, you can't just have it innately, I guess. Yeah, but yeah, ogres are a um, challenge too. Or well, maybe o ogres can can get it. Maybe, maybe right, okay, so not if you're playing it, in a if you're playing in a setting with this, with I just this feel spell. like you know we need to give the ogres something. You yeah, know? They, yeah. They, so yeah. maybe we're saying the existing ogres can cast it. I don't think you can take the ogre from enemy. ogre culture without giving something back. <laughs> <laughs> um, so if ogres are in your setting, they can cast this spell. 
they have one third level spell slot. Alright, cool. Uh, just looking through the other classes just to see if anything else stands out. Um, yeah, yeah. So bard, bards and clerics, I think that makes total sense. Uh, we could uh, scale it at a higher level. So say if you use like a fourth level spell slot, you get more time. So you uh, can go yeah. two minutes, three minutes. I like that, yeah, that's good. For every spell slot above second, add another minute to your total playtime. Alright, great. Um, can you get to like spell slot like 95? Because then you could just watch the whole <laughs> film. I think the highest spell slot in um uh, is 9. So uh, Still, 9 minutes exactly. of the film 9 minutes good. of Shrek 2. I mean, that's that's not a, not a bad way to spend your evening. No, not at all. Or 9 minutes of your evening, at least. <laughs> my evening I always categorise it as exactly nine minutes it's the nine minutes I spend before going to bed <laughs> <laughs> alright so create spell cool right so we've done that <laughs> uh, cool how long have we been recording for 42 minutes well we could try and force something else in here or cut it there but <laughs> I don't think we're gonna talk See no green. <laughs> oh, was that what you wanted to call it? No. <laughs> right now it's called It's Me, See Low Green, comma, See, comma, Low Green. <laughs> no, yeah, that's good. But the that's second good. C is is the word C. And it only makes sense if you listen to me do with that weird impression. <laughs> cool. I've, I've got another thing that we can do really oh, quickly. Okay. Something that I think should be in D&D, but it's not. So, um, I think that there should be D&D uh, yoga mats. Okay. Okay. And these would be specifically for, like, rangers or, you know, like, like nimble, thief-style people. Mm. Okay? And every morning when you, you woke up, you could spend... You could choose to spend half an hour on the yoga mat limbering doing up. some stretches. Limbering up, exactly. And that would give you, like, I don't know, advantage on agility rolls for the like day. Like dex checks, yeah. Yeah, dex checks, things like that. Because you know what? Yoga should be in d and <laughs> <laughs> It's definitely not because I was just looking around the room and thinking... What can I add to this? <laughs> and there's a yoga I mat next to me. From a cool. gameplay perspective, you want there to be an opportunity cost to any sort of benefit you're getting. And you could pull a muscle. <laughs> so you have to you have to do an athletics check okay. to to do the yoga, right? And it's gonna be quite a high one, depend you know, depend on your dexterity skill, I guess. I think that's how um athletics So athletics work. is a strength check. It's strength or oh, oh, strength. Yeah. Um, I guess you could do acrobatics then. It's quite an acrobatic thing. But I think acrobatic makes sense because yoga is is exercise. Yeah, and, and then say you know you roll. If you roll highly, then you you'd get advantage on some rolls. But if you roll badly, you'd get disadvantage. And if you like completely fucked it up, you just I don't know. You'd pull a muscle. You'd have like half speed for the day. Okay, so I'm gonna put in fantasy yoga mat version <laughs> one. How rare is this thing? Um, f- so, fairly. I'd I'd say like they probably have them in cities, but you know you right. go you go to your your local tavern. They're not going to know what you're mm. talking about. Sure. Okay. So we could say uh, rare, out of common, legendary, rare, uncommon, unknown, rarity, varies, and very rare. Probably rare is the one. Yeah. 
and its magic item type is a wondrous item, which is what all our things end up being, because we don't know what it means. <laughs> um, uh, who could who who do you say can use it? What is the thief class again? It's not ranger. Rogue, like rogues, maybe a, no rangers, not really. No, yeah, they do most of their stuff from a distance. Yeah, um, I'm trying to think what other what other classes are there. I suppose most people. I don't it. really think it makes sense to to restrict it by class. Yeah, I think I think most maybe just yeah, anyone can use it. Yeah, anyone can use it. To doing a little bit more yoga, you know. Okay, so you know what? I agree. Chakras aligned and all that, you know. When someone uses a fantasy yoga mat, they must make a athletics check. Uh, DC 14? (laughs) (laughs) That sounds good to me. (laughs) If successful, they now have advantage on all dex checks. I'll say dex ability checks, because I don't think it makes sense for them to be better with crossbows now. Um, on all dex ability checks for two hours. I would say, I'd say longer than that. Because, you know, you're not gonna you're not gonna whip out your yoga mat just before you're heading into battle. Or maybe you should. Who knows? <laughs> Alright, like five hours? Yeah. Five hours, yeah, yeah five hours. Alright. It's so easy making items. We just do it. We just get it done. <laughs> we just get it done. I think we have an item that's just called a butt pee. <laughs> I have no idea what that is. <laughs> okay, so hang on. Let's view my let's view our my home creations of D and D Beyond. Um, yeah. So there's we have the the butt pee and the pee butt, <laughs> and the butt pee is just a furry peanut. It's the culmination of the climax between a female bear and a male peanut. <laughs> 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 I should have guessed. It's so obvious. Yeah, and the pee butt is a challenge 12 enemy we made. <laughs> <laughs> the hybrid of a female peanut and a male bear. Oh, and it just, like, makes people... This whole thing is censored. I don't know what any of this legendary action does. <laughs> <laughs> I know it's exciting, though, because uh, the word anal isn't. <laughs> <laughs> that makes it through, does it? Anyway, yeah... Go back and listen to that episode. I think that was one of the. I think that was the episode where we got really drunk and then did D and D. Honestly, based on what we created, that could be any of these episodes. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you everybody for listening to Dungeons and Dragons. I hope you had a, a wonderful time and enjoyed our buddy and pal uh, Charlie here who was nice enough to come along and help us out Charlie do you want to tell the people where they can find you when they can find you can they find you when do you emerge from the bushes at night um so you can find me um, at Bristol in uh, I'm there most days from 9 till 5.30. It's where I work. Oh, wait, you really just want to attach who you are <laughs> no, exactly no, no, please, to this? Oh, please cut that out. <laughs> <laughs> I just thought just, it would be just bleep, But don't bleep it when I say it. Cool, cool. <laughs> <laughs> no, please cut all of them So you can find me uh, on the internet on Twitter at why did I pod um, also I have podcasts um, one of them's with Carlisle it's called a podcast for everyone we talk about busted songs and it's we do real fun it's a I good time, time. we'll listen to it small target demographic but <laughs> yeah <laughs>
and an even smaller audience. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I also have another podcast called Why Did I Do That? where I get people to come on and share embarrassing stories. Both of these lovely boys have been on it, but I, I kind of don't make it anymore. But it's still all up, so you can go listen to it all you want. It's it's, it's very good. There's some good stuff on. But yeah, yeah, that's where you can... Also, one more thing, if you don't mind. Sorry to take up all your time. It's okay, man. Um, but, but I also have a, a, a YouTube channel where I make videos about a wrestling game called Total Extreme Wrestling. So if you like wrestling, oh, yeah. come I'm check that out. That yet. There's like me a link. 24 up at the moment. There's quite a lot. I've been I've been a busy boy. Will um, I like it at all? Uh, probably not. <laughs> <laughs> you probably wouldn't know what's going on. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, I love all of that will be... so I'll be right on it. Uh, thank you, Chris. I All of that you can find in, in the description. If you want to... Uh, be more in touch with this podcast you can find us on Twitter and Facebook at Dragnose Podcast or if you don't want to do it in public you can email us at dungansanddragnose at gmail.com and if you thought hey this was so good that I should be paying them for it <laughs> we have a Patreon <laughs> so come come by to our Patreon join the esteemed ranks of Rory M. Spence our only Patreon I, if you feel like my voice was good enough and you want to pay for it, um, I have an OnlyFans where I <laughs> eat garlic bread into a microphone. So, uh, and I mean, you can I, come I feel pledge really fifteen dollars a month for free. <laughs> to get exclusive videos of me trying different types of garlic bread. Ooh. Which one sounds better, Tesco's or Sainsbury's? You'll have to tune in to Is find out. Is this the out. new? Can we just do this every? Uh, can you come in like for five minutes? <laughs> every episode of this because since Ross left we don't have like a moisturiser stand in yeah sure thing to uh, if, do. You can, we, if you can, can just fund be... my garlic bread then I'm yeah. this happy hour podcast at the start of this, every here's, podcast okay, here's what we can they do. ask um, what you have in your meal deal <laughs> which I think is a great way to start an interaction with someone and get a good measure of them and so here here's what we can do um, if you go to our Patreon and give us money we can afford to pie charlie lots of different kinds of garlic bread and then he can come on every episode of this and eat garlic bread into the microphone and then we can play a game like is it from tesco's is it from somewhere else like, oh. that's the whole game by the way it's either tesco's or any other establishment that makes garlic bread it's a good it's a, not a bad game so yeah. <laughs> Although being being vegan, there's a very limited like number of Tesco options for garlic bread. So it might uh, be quite difficult. That's fine though. Maybe that's a good idea that we've found for the so when it when it's vegan we can get you to do it and then otherwise we can take turns. Okay. And even when it's not you doing it, we just get you in for those five minutes to go. <laughs> Tesco's or a place that isn't Tesco's. <laughs> if it's one with like this is a great bacon idea. on it, Angela just has to come in for the first two minutes of the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> because me and Chris are vegetarian. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think this we is should a great get idea. sponsored by Tesco's. I think so too. I think and we're really reaching an audience that Tesco's hasn't found. <laughs> and every episode would be like, well, that one sounds like shit, so it's definitely not from Tesco's. <laughs> <laughs> you hear that Tesco's everybody listening to this tweet Tesco tell them to sponsor us do it incessantly <laughs> okay bye bye, bye. <laughs>